he wants to be God, right? Like, this is his plan. Uh, you mean God's way. plan? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up, everybody? It's a Basic Blitz. We haven't had one of these in a while. If you're not familiar, a Basic Blitz means we just decided to sit down to a real quick episode that's actually very time important. A lot of times our episodes are supposed to be evergreen, even though they don't always work out that way. So today, what we thought we would update you on is the Bitcoin Cash situation. In order to update you on the Bitcoin Cash situation, I am here with Michael Lockie. Hey, hey, hey. And most importantly, official independent Smartest correspondent. Know on the topic, <laughs> independent correspondent on Bitcoin Cash, Brent. Howdy, everyone! Welcome again to the show. So here's where I got this inspiration. You were chatting it up in our Discord, telling, kind of assuaging people's fears, telling them what was going on, and I thought it was kind of important to bring it to those that may not be in our Discord. If you're not in our Discord, why aren't you join our Discord? The link is in the show notes. But if you're not, Please listen up. We're going to tell you what is going on with Bitcoin Cash because these tickers are all over the place. B, T, C, H, A, B, C, D, F, G. I don't know what's going on. CZ from Binance said he's getting rid of the BCH ticker completely until this is all over. <laughs> this is crazy. So what what has happened? Okay, so... In the Discord, somebody had asked, why am I seeing three tickers now? I have BCH, I have BAB, I have BSV. I don't really know what's going on. Why do I have three coins? I thought BCH was dead. I'm not really sure uh, which exchange he was using, so I don't know exactly what they're doing. But based on what a lot of exchanges are doing, I would assume that they've locked BCH completely. And what's going on is that the ABC compatible chain and the SV compatible chain are basically having a fight to the death. And the one that survives is going to be BCH going forward. So what I think they've done and what uh, several other exchanges have done is they've locked BCH so that you have a, a BCH balance that can't be touched or moved. But then they give you, like if you add five BCH, they will give you five BAB, which is a lot of people are calling the ABC coin and they would give you five bsv which is what they're calling the satoshi's vision coin and then you're free to trade those as you see fit when the hash war settles when all is said and done abc wins whatever bab coins you have will then be your bch balance and <clears throat> the sv coins will disappear or vice versa if sv wins Whatever your BSV balances will become your BCH balance and your ABC coins will just disappear. So to me, it seems like right now there's a mini game going on and all of the BCH is just kind of in limbo deciding which one of these like mini games is going to come out victorious, um, these ego wars. So we're, we're just kind of we just kind of have to sit back and wait, right? Yeah, pretty much. Right now, if you just sent an on-chain transaction on uh, either one, it's kind of unsafe. We uh, talked about this a little bit last time with the replay attacks and replay protection. Basically, what that means is if you have an ABC coin and you uh, send a assigned transaction to somebody and uh, they get it on their ABC chain, uh, 
the SV side can see that exact same transaction since the signature and everything is identical and they can play it on their side. For example, like you, the user may not even intend to send it on the SV side. You send somebody a ABC coin, they get it, but then they see that signature and they take it and without any permission or interaction from you, they submit that data to the SV side and then they get your SV coin as well. So all kinds of mm. shenanigans like that can go on. Miners, you don't really want any of the coins that are mined right now because like if the ABC side produces coins, if, uh, if they lose, those coins are all worthless. Same thing for SV. If you accept their coins for something and then they lose, uh, those coins would be worthless. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's kind of uh, in limbo. ABC is starting to pull ahead. They have about a 50% advantage on their accumulated proof of work since the fork and the price on exchanges of the ABC coin versus the SV coin is about, it's about 3x the last time I checked. So everything seems to be heavily in favor of ABC winning. There's some exchanges out there are calling it in favor of ABC. They're ah! giving ABC the ticker. And as long, and I mean, it's that's going fine. down to the wire, right? <laughs> well, so the, the war still is te- technically going on as long as uh, SV wants to mine and like keep trying. Like the, the war is still raging on. But if they've got their significant lead and the price ratio seems to be heavily in the favor of ABC, they call it now and everybody acts as if that's okay then as long as SV never gains majority hash and their price doesn't skyrocket for some reason, like it may as well have just ended now. We just, everyone who's doing that is essentially pretending that the SV fork doesn't even exist anymore. And they're kind of going on the assumption, like uh, uh, even if your coins do get replayed on that chain, it doesn't matter because we're assuming that that chain's going to die. That's a big assumption. So I feel like we're here on election night almost. You know, we're, we're talking about some of the exchanges are calling it, like some of the networks are calling it. it there are odds out there, like you can bet on who the winner is going to be. I think it's definitely too early to call it. Thinking back to election night on this isn't an election, but it's similar. It's kind of like voting, right? And I'm thinking back to election night and I was having fun switching between CNN and Fox News that night when this was our, our presidential election. For those outside the country, one has a very strong uh, bias towards Donald Trump and one has a very strong bias towards Hillary Clinton. On the network that had a strong bias towards Donald Trump, they had already pretty much declared him the winner. On the channel that was biased towards Hillary Clinton, they were saying it was a coin toss. If you went to a a predicted market where you could actually bet, uh, you had to lay 11 to 1 to bet on Donald Trump. So he was a very clear favorite. In this situation, we're only looking at three to one. So they're saying that currently, if the betting markets or the futures markets are to to be taken at face value, then SV is only 25% to achieve the chain. And honestly, if the situation you're describing is the exchanges are calling it, seems like a good bet at three to one on the 75% side. But again, I don't know what the nuances are behind that. Here's here's one question I did want to just make super clear. If you are on, say, Coinbase, you can't do anything, right? Like you're just kind of locked and it's stuck there. I I mean, I guess I'm not on Coinbase, but I assume because they don't add stuff and other tickers and they don't do that. 
if you're on any of the other exchanges, as long as you're not actively trading, you don't really have anything to worry about except what the price ends up being at the end, like what kind of reputation damage this does to the coin itself. Correct. And if you're actively trading, you could actually put yourself in a weird position. That seems extremely volatile. I, I wouldn't I don't know if I'd want to trade in the coins themselves mu- so much as the futures contracts. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, if you bet against the odds, you could make a lot of money if uh, SV does pull it out. But um. so one of the one of the thoughts are that Calvin may just keep mining this chain and may just sit on the sidelines for a while, keep accumulating. Like apparently. Um, in one of the videos I watched, that what that was the theory is that he's just going to sit back and and work on this over time. What what is a possible benefit to that, or does that make sense, or does that seem viable? Uh, yeah. Well, I guess like I said, like uh, so right mm-hmm. now it seems clear that ABC has more than enough. Uh, hash support to defend their chain from uh, being overtaken by the SV chain. I mean, as long as that is the situation, like uh, you probably could call the winner right now and it's not going to be a big deal. But if they're prepared to ride this out for a long time, funny things happen with the price. Like if BCH confidence or ABC confidence starts plummeting, if uh, the whole BCH space, for example, starts plummeting, like this hash war has gone on long enough everyone's just starting to lose faith in it like the price of both coins could drop significantly and then you get to a point where it doesn't matter which one wins because these coins that you're mining are worthless there have been tweets from uh craig wright where he said he was prepared to see the price go to zero so he i don't know how crazy he really is if he wants to pull this thing out for two years like he said and uh, just have both coins sit at zero until finally abc says enough of this and then just uh, throws in the towel i feel like the mining power isn't gonna necessarily go from one to the other it's just gonna go somewhere else right yeah it'll, they'll probably just go to uh btc because like all these people like if the price for the whole bitcoin cash space does plummet uh all those miners can uh, instantly be making money going back to mining BTC. Price gets hurt too bad, then it is just going to be like ideology really driving whoever has the ability to burn the most money. <laughs> Depends on how bad they want those rules to be enforced. There's a couple of interesting game theory concepts here. The first one that we've talked about before is in negotiation. If you say to your opponent, I am going to do this. And you put yourself in a position where your opponent has to realize that your reputation is going to take too big of a hit if you don't stick to your ultimatum, then they have to treat that as fact and they have to act accordingly. I'm wondering if Craig has enough of a reputation left that his threat of I'm going to do this for two years holds any weight whatsoever. And if it does, I could actually see a scenario where he brings it down because um, – the miners are going to mine the most profitable coin. Right now, there are a lot of people helping out with mining on both sides because they believe in that particular vision. So I don't think BCH is particularly profitable to mine right now. I'm just guessing. I haven't actually looked yeah, that up. but I didn't check either, but I think that is the case. But yeah, that would be my guess is there's way what too I've much What I've also power. found interesting about the – like, okay, so let's just talk about mining for a second, the theory of mining. Like, I agree, Brant. You've discussed, like, you guys had a mining rig that you would – change directions of where it goes based on 
prices and what makes the most sense right now. At the end of the day, though, if it's a lot less profitable to mine Bitcoin, but at the end of the day or at, at the end of some period of time, you end up with Bitcoin and your alternatives are not Bitcoin alternatives. I'm wondering, like, to what degree do you find it, it makes sense to stay away from something that is so much more stable than other projects in the space? I'm not sure I understand exactly what you're asking, but, um, but so so even even if today the the price of Bitcoin versus BCH, for example, is let's whatever the ratio is, I don't know what it is. Part of mining, in my opinion, unless you sell the coins immediately, which I'm not sure most if miners what you do. do if you're able to relatively swiftly move them into exchange, and this is kind of a different conversation, because then essentially you're going from exchange to Bitcoin. Is that is that the concept? When we would mine, um, we, like I said, a few coins uh, were interesting to us, so we would hang on to them. Uh, like I personally hung on to Zen Vertcoin for a while when I was mining it, but for most of them, I didn't know what they were about. I had never really even heard of them. And in some cases, the wallet that I would mine to was my exchange wallet. They kind of uh, discourage that for some of these coins, like I did it anyway. And so, so one of my ideas is if I just if I ever got into mining, I would mine something that I believe in, right? Because I would believe that I would be mining because I believe in the future of this thing. I want to dig for gold because I believe gold will be much more valuable in the future than it is right now. So it's worth it for me. In that regard, I would say something like Bitcoin for someone like me would make more sense if I got into that path, which I probably won't. But I guess going directly to exchanges would be functionally the same thing. There's actually a pretty great website that we use called What to Mine. And you just put in what kind of graphic cards you have, what your electricity rate is, and what your performance is on the different hashing algorithms. And it will actually tell you what your profitability profitability is for all the different uh, coins. And you just pick the one that's most profitable at the moment, and then mine to an exchange or mine to a wallet, and then put it immediately on an exchange, and then trade it for something that you actually like. So a lot of these coins, like they may be getting a boost from from who knows a pump and dump or just some random publicity they got somewhere <laughs> and they'll just be super profitable for l- really short periods of time just a few days we would mine them as much as we could send them to an exchange trade them out for something we believed in but yeah so it comes to the point where uh you have to balance like how much money you're getting from mining versus what you could pay for the coins. so like even if you believed in bitcoin you could uh, accumulate more. For example, if you mined this coin that you had never heard of, and then you were able to maybe get two or three times more dollar value out of it than you could mine Bitcoin, and then you could use that money to trade for Bitcoin, and in that way end up with more uh, than you would have if you had just mined Bitcoin directly. Right, which is, so a lot of the miners, if the mining pools will automatically convert it for you if you want. Like they'll let you mine whatever random coin you want, but then they will automatically convert to Bitcoin when they pay you out. Um, also, like Mike's saying, if he believes in the coin, there's probably some miners that will specifically take a slight pay cut to mine Bitcoin or to mine Zen or, or Ravencoin or whatever because they like the project. And there's yeah, a little bit of yeah, there's the network. philosophy in there, right? So that's what's interesting here is I think Bitcoin Cash is probably one of the least profitable coins you could mine right now because there's a lot of philosophical hash power being pointed at it. 
only temporarily, which is helping the other miners who are mining the other coins that it's not pointed at. That's what makes it interesting. If Craig is achieving enough with his small group that's still on the SV chain and believes in it, and they're willing to go to zero, the other miners were coming over to help for now, they're going to slowly trickle out. (laughs) And that might be a really interesting thing to watch happen if he really did mean his ultimatum and and he and calvin can because remember they're not only losing the electricity to mine and get almost no value they are losing the opportunity cost of mining a different coin so if they're pointing everything that Enchain has or whatever company he uses to to shell the mining companies towards bitcoin dead cash but also keeps fucking with the network that could as people leave and get sick of getting the first Bitcoin uh, or the main Bitcoin cash chain, that could really, really hurt. So I'm hoping this gets over with very quickly because think what you want about Bitcoin cash, Roger, Craig, any of these people, they are probably hurting the space overall every day that this goes on. Yeah, I agree. I kind of, I supported the hash war for sure, but I kind of wanted, once it was clear who had the majority hash rate on their side, I kind of expected the other guys to just back off and either concede defeat or fork off cleanly in a way that doesn't mess everything up. Clearly, that's not what's happening. They clearly don't have enough hash to win a short game, so I guess the only thing they have uh, that they can do is try to bleed money longer than everybody yeah. else can. Whatever, they're allowed to do that. I just think it's I just think it's shitty. I am totally cool with the vote coming up, the fork happening. If there is an impasse in the community, something's got to give. Have your fork. See who wins. And wrap it up. That's it. Let's go. Let's move out of here. Yeah, a lot of people are treating this like it's really painful now, but it's like uh, what doesn't kill you will make you stronger kind of evolutionary step. They would say they're saying things like this really sucks now, but if we get rid of Craig and some of these other toxic SV people that uh, Bitcoin cash will be stronger for it. So. I don't know. We'll see. What that's what they want to happen, right? So that's what they got to keep putting in the world. Yeah, yeah, you you said basically that you kind of agreed with the SV side of things, but the community's toxicity was kind of yeah. stopping you from going full on, right? Uh, I don't know. I like the I like the original Bitcoin idea, and so like a problem with the original Bitcoin Bitcoin Cash split was that actual Bitcoin never got to play out. What happened was the core devs and uh, Blockstream said, look, you're going to have these problems in the future, and we are going to prevent these problems with these uh, alternate scaling solutions. And those problems that they pointed at in the future never actually happened. What happened was they had their rule set that they think will help everybody in, in the future, but it has caused serious and immediate problems like right now. They traded potential future problems for big problems now. The uh, Bitcoin Cash people wanted to continue the original Bitcoin experiment. They said, we don't agree that these big problems are coming up. And when they do get here, uh, we think technology will find a way to move around them. They really just wanted to see how it played out. SV is, their vision is to really take it back bare bones Bitcoin, like pure original spec Bitcoin, and they want to lock down the protocol. 
Yeah, they really believe in the original recipe and they want to see how it plays out. I kind of like that idea. Like, I am not willing to trade my ABC coins and go all in on (laughs) SV, but I am comfortable holding equal amounts of both just to see how it plays out. There's definitely a non-zero plus to severing the the tie with Craig Wright. I understand he he is not the head of Bitcoin Cash, neither is Roger, but they have enough of a kingmaker status that that putting them in exile can be very good, especially if what's left of the Bitcoin Cash community feels like maybe the the Bitcoin miners helping them out. If they're if ABC is the one who wins, feels like that's a little bit of an olive branch. Maybe they'll start working together, create some interoperability, similar to what we would see with like Ethereum and Ethereum Classic. So it's an interesting future one day. Maybe, maybe I can not. see that happening. There's a lot of the people that were um, around before the split are really bitter about everything that happened. And there was like shady things that went down that they probably will never forgive. <clears throat> but more and more people are coming in and uh, mostly unaware of all that. And they don't have like those really hard feelings. And sooner or later, they'll be the majority of the community, I imagine. And then it'll be a, a lot less of an issue than what you see now. We'll be able to say, well, back in our day. <laughs> exactly. We'll tell you about Uncle Roger, Uncle Craig. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right. Hopefully that provides everybody some clarity on this situation. This is supposed to be just a quick episode to give you an idea of what was happening with your coins now. So now you know what those two tickers mean. You know that the ABC ticker is, if it's still there by the time this episode comes out, is currently more likely to be the actual Bitcoin Cash. If you don't touch any of them, eventually you will have Bitcoin Cash and whatever the extra coins are on a separate ticker. And if you... Start trading around. Make sure you understand what you're doing. Listen to this episode. Listen to our roundtable on the subject and do all of your own research. Yeah, let me just say that uh, they are, both teams seem to be fighting to the death. Nobody wants to uh, have two Bitcoin caches at the end of this. The goal on both sides is to run the other people out of business completely. That said, like if that happens, you'll end up with one BCH ticker at the end. Back to our election analogy. They are not conceding. They are calling for a recount. They are (laughs) suing. We're in Florida. We love recounts here. So (laughs) if one side, though, like if we get a few uh, weeks down the road and one side does uh, end up seeing that it's hopeless and they internally believe that they're not going to win, then it's possible they could implement replay protection on their side, which basically means that uh, people can send transactions and specify which chain they want it on and that uh, the correct chain will be honored and nobody from another chain can take that transaction and run it on the other chain and get both of your coins or whatever. So if, if someone is feeling like they lost and they want to implement replay protection, then it would, in fact, be two separate coins from then on, and there would be two tickers, and they could go about their business and go about their separate ways with no damage to either place. But that's Other not what they want. That is not what they want. <laughs> that isn't. But there is, there is a huge incentive to do that, though, when it comes down to it, because they'll be sitting on top of a pile of coins that they mined, and if they give up, those coins are worthless. If they well, do replay protection, they might have some value that they can use going forward. So 
that was to my larger point earlier. Like, let's pretend the the SV guys decide that like we're gonna play the long game, and this whole time they're mining their own coins. If they are able to stretch this out, let's say ABC has to concede at some point. Well, then now King Craig is like King Kong. Now it's I don't know. This could be interesting. actually. I would say King Kong wouldn't have shit on him. <laughs> I mean, like. <laughs> He wants to be God, right? Like, this is his plan. Uh, you mean God's plan? <laughs> <laughs> stop, yeah. stop giving me the layups. <laughs> Buddy, you're on fire tonight. I love it. <laughs> All right. All right I, that's probably going to do it for this episode. Basic Blitz. Uh, check the show notes. Join our Discord. Rate us on iTunes. Hit the like and subscribe button. And that's going to do it. Thank you again, Brent, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. And I know it's been like almost a full week since the last time. So <laughs> like I said, update your LinkedIn official independent correspondent of crypto, crypto basic podcast. Once oh, you're on two you episodes. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah, whatever. You could just be the CEO, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. We are not financial advisors. None of this was financial advice. Please do your own research. All investments have inherent risk. And if you want to talk to other non-financial advisors, join our Discord.